Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 26 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, we're talking all things knees, and specifically common causes of knee pain, how knees actually work, and what you can do to get rid of knee pain that won't take you more than 15 minutes a day. But before we dive into all of that nerdy fun, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, and access to the Body Nerds Facebook group all live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. There, you'll find a link to my Instagram where I post weekly bodywork fixes. My handle is at Halafamala. And you'll also find info on October's Body Nerd Garage, which is a weekend of nerdiness here in LA where you'll learn the latest techniques to help you get stronger and more flexible in both body and mind from myself, a breathwork coach, and a doctor of physical therapy. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be nerdy. And it doesn't actually take place in a garage, but think of it as a place to come to get your 100,000 or even 200,000 mile tune-up to send you on your way. You'll also find the Body Freedom Self-Assessment, which is a free quiz that, based on your responses, will guide you towards the best next step for you right now to help you get rid of tension, stiffness, soreness, and pain. So again, all of that lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So I'm talking about knees today for a couple of reasons. Number one, I posed this question in the Body Nerds Facebook group of what you would ask a genie for if you found a lamp. But also one of the first injuries that I've ever had that sent me to physical therapy was IT band syndrome back in high school. So the IT band is the thick band of connective tissue that runs down the outside of your thigh. Uh, You can't actually stretch it, but that's for a whole nother episode. But I just remember running down the soccer field and then it was like I had been sliced at the side of the knee. Honestly, the most intense pain I'd ever experienced up until that point. And I just dropped like a fly, like boom, onto the ground. And we didn't have a huge athletic program at my high school. So usually for most things, our coach would just tell us to walk it off or run it off. It was really, really fantastic advice. But what I remember most about physical therapy was laying on the table and having the physical therapist run her forearm down the outside of my thigh and wanting to scream so loudly, but not doing it because I was 16 and in a public place. So knees are a big issue. Whether you're a runner or just trying to stay healthy, having knee pain is a pain in the butt. And I've been there. I've done that. Don't want to do it again. But what I can tell you is that it is completely possible to not have knee pain, no matter what is going on. So let's talk about the anatomy of the knee. Anatomically, it's called the tibiofemoral joint. So if ever you want to drop anatomy when you're in a doctor's office or at a cocktail party, the tibiofemoral joint is a technical name for the knee. And it's a modified hinge joint, which means it moves really well in basically two directions, forward and back or flexion and extension. 
And the patella is a floating bone. So it's a part of the knee joint and it does act upon the knee joint sort of, but it's not really a part of the knee capsule itself. The patella sits right on the groove at the very end of your femur, so of your thigh bone. And its role is to help with knee extension, so knee straightening. And it actually helps to increase the leverage that your quad has on the knee. But it's not totally a part of the knee joint. So it has not a whole lot to do other than helping the quad with how the knee articulates and how it moves. Now, if your patella has ever dislocated, you're going to tell me, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, it does. So yes, it's sort of a part of the knee, but it's kind of like a little extra floating bit just on the outside. The interesting thing about the patella is that it has the thickest cartilage on the backside of it because it undergoes such stress when you bend your knee. And so the body is super smart and says, hey, this area is going to have to withstand a ton of pressure, so let's put extra cartilage there. And even though that is the thickest human cartilage in the body, it's still only six millimeters thick. How cool is that? So the knee joint is a hinge joint, like I said, but your tibia, which is your shin bone, actually has the ability to rotate just a tiny bit in relationship to your femur, your thigh bone. Now there's a third bone involved, it's called the fibula, and that's on the outside of your shin. And it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the knee joint itself, because the knee joint is where your tibia and your femur meet, but the fibula is there and there are some muscles that attach to it that share connective tissue with the knee. Within the knee, there are tons of ligaments and meniscus, which help to stabilize the joint. And so the meniscus helps to increase the joint's surface area and acts as a cushion and lubrication for all types of movement. And the ligaments help to stabilize the bones to one another. So unlike your hip, which is a ball and socket joint, and in that case, the bones actually help to create some of that stability, in the knee, it's kind of like open season, right? It allows for that hinge joint to happen, but it also means that it has to rely on soft tissues to create that stability, which is often why you hear of ligament issues when it comes to knee pain. There are four ligaments of the knee, and they're all called essentially the same thing. It's their location and then collateral ligament. So the first is the medial collateral ligament. Medial because it's on the inside of the knee, inside corner, inside edge. And it's connected to the meniscus also on that inside side, meaning that they're commonly injured together. So you'll often hear of, oh, I tore my MCL and my meniscus. On the outside of the knee, we have the LCL or lateral collateral ligament. And inside the knee, there's two ligaments that are pretty cool. If you cross your fingers, almost like you're doing a pinky promise and you want to uh, not keep your pinky promise, like that idea, that's how the ligaments inside your knee are twisted together. They're called the ACL, anterior collateral ligament, and PCL, posterior collateral ligament. Anterior meaning in front and posterior meaning behind. So one is just in front of the other. And they limit the movement of your shin in relationship to your thigh. 
And both of those ligaments are actually taut at end range knee extension. So when your knee is straight, it's in its most stable position. And when it comes to knee injuries, oftentimes the ACL is the most commonly injured. um, And that common injury happens when you are planting the foot and trying to change direction or planting the foot and somebody falls on your knee. It's not very fun. But what about all the other stuff? Right? What about the gradual aches and pains that aren't from some lineman falling on top of your knee? Well, that happens too. And in women, knee issues are seen a little bit more frequently because of what's called the Q angle. And that's the angle made of the femur, the thigh bone, as it comes down in relationship with your shin bone. And the reason why Q angles are greater in women is because our hips are typically wider. So this increases the stress at the knee. And really what it comes down to is that the knee is like the middle child of the hip and the ankle. So if there's issues in the hip or issues in the ankle, whether it's a lack of range of motion or too much motion, whatever, that can put extra stress on the knee. Also, repetitive motion from sitting mostly, like I talked about on episode 23 when I talked about hips. So our knees spend a lot of time in about a 90 degree bend and they don't go much beyond that. And they spend a lot of time just kind of sitting there. So in the Body Nerds Facebook group, I asked, if you found a lamp with a genie and you had one Body Nerd wish, what would you wish for? And runner's knee came up and actually for a couple of people. And so if you are a runner or considering being a runner or you have no interest being a runner, that's okay. This is still for you because runner's knee is the common term used to describe any one of several conditions that can cause pain in and around the kneecap. So that's that patella. So anything from anterior knee pain syndrome, patellofemoral malalignment, chondromalacia patella, and my favorite, iliotibial band syndrome, mostly because IT band syndrome is what I experienced when I was in high school. But none of these explain why there's pain and irritation around the knee joint. They're all just names for stuff that might be going on. So the best thing you can do right now for your knee is to strengthen all of the surrounding tissues. So the muscles and the fascia and get everything really strong, but also really coordinated. So brute strength isn't enough if your quads don't know how to keep your knee stable as you're moving. So hamstrings are a great place to focus, quadriceps, the calves, all of these muscles cross at the knee. So they are acting upon the knee. So that would be a great place to start when it comes to strengthening or body work. Definitely balance is very important because like I mentioned, when it comes to ACL injuries, oftentimes you are moving when it happens. It's not like you sneeze and your ACL explodes, thankfully, but you also want to train in that way. So static stuff, meaning, you know, some strengthening move where you're still, it doesn't do anything for you when you're out on a run or you step kind of funky off a curb. It's really important to train and practice how you want your body to be able to perform. So think of it, what is it you want to be able to do or what is right now creating discomfort and learn to do that better. Learn to move smarter. The squat and the hip hinge are 
another excellent place to start and figure out how to do that in your body without irritating your knees, but also not just being able to do the squat or the hip hinge when you're thinking about it, but making that be the subconscious programming that happens, that your body just knows how to move in that way, to move in a way that doesn't irritate your knees or aggravate your low back or any of those things. Now, if you're in a situation where you have irritation right now, massage for the tissue surrounding the knee can be very helpful. There's not a ton you can do right on the knee itself because there's not a lot of muscle there. So when it comes to massage, go above, go into the quadriceps, go into the hamstrings, go into the calf, go into the shin. And if ice works for you and it helps, awesome, do it but it only does so much. I will do a future episode about icing because there has not been a lot of research about how effective ice is, but if ice helps, then keep doing it. But know that movement is going to be even more beneficial to helping deal with irritation and deal with pain. So you can do stuff like pinch or pin and spin the tissue. Just imagine you're trying to create a vacuum almost under the skin as if you're like trying to pull the skin up which is going to help bring in fresh fluid to the area and help kind of flush out some of that irritation. Now, when it comes to knees, the biggest question and really the most common question I hear from people is, will surgery fix this? And to be honest, it depends. It might cause whatever symptom is creating pain, but to really get rid of knee pain and ensure that you're not setting yourself up for another one, two, three, four, five additional problems later is being sure that you fix the underlying problem first. And that usually has something to do with how you move and how you're able to balance. So learning to move smarter and working on the basics is honestly the best thing you can do for your body to recover from any knee irritation or pain that's happening now, but also keep anything additional at bay. And here's the deal. Your knees are going to age. Stuff is going to happen. But as I've said on this podcast before, that doesn't mean that you have to have pain. Pain and structural damage are not correlated. They're not the same thing. So regardless of, oh, I have arthritis or, oh, I have this or I have that, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have pain. But what about cartilage, Alex? Because I know that's what you were thinking. So cartilage is an amazing tissue, um, but it's never going to be cartilage again. That's the downside. Bone can scar and they do a procedure called microfracture. And you'll hear athletes getting this where they intentionally create injury to the bone surface so that it'll scar up. And it creates a cartilage-like surface, but it really truly is never the same. So even if your meniscus is torn, even if there's something going on in the knee, surgery is not your only option. Honestly, it's up to you, but know that surgery comes with a whole platter full of additional side effects from being under anesthesia and the risk that that brings to even just the additional scar tissue you're going to have from the incisions. And don't even think for a millisecond that, oh, it was robotic or, oh, it was just arthroscopic. There's still scar tissue and it still has an effect on how your body moves down the line. So I always tell people, put it off for as long as you possibly can because it just comes with extra obstacles. We like to think that surgery is a quick fix, but there's no quick fixes. Not at all. 
I know, massive bummer. But the biggest takeaway I want you to take from today's episode is that your knees are going to age, but they do not have to fall apart and they definitely don't have to be in pain. So master those movements of the squat and the hip hinge, move smarter. And if you want some help getting to the bottom of what's going on with your knees and you've tried a bunch of stuff and nothing is helping, let's talk. So you can head on over to aewellness.com slash apply and book a free movement magic call. It's free. And everyone tells me that this call is life changing. I'll ask you a bunch of questions. You tell me what's going on and then we'll come up with a plan and if and how I can help you. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, getting nerdy and having happy, healthy knees from here until eternity. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss an episode again. And even better, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. It helps other body nerds find the show. And I love reading all of the reviews and fun stuff that you guys have to say. And I want to hear your body nerd hack. So tell me what you do daily to feel amazing, whether it's for your knees or for your hips or for your entire body. And you can do this one of two ways. You can either leave a quick message on the body nerd hotline, 818-396-6501. And don't worry, I'm not going to pick up the phone. It actually just goes straight to voicemail. So if you don't want to talk to me, like that's fine. And if you do want to talk to me, I'm not going to pick up, but <laughs> do leave a body nerd hack because I want to hear it. And then I might feature your voice on the show. Also head on over to Instagram. I'm at Hala from Tag me in your IG stories and tell me what your body nerd hack is or what your favorite part of today's episode was. I love seeing body nerds being nerdy and super cool out in the world and help me spread the word that your body is cool and you can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Listen, friend, we both know that you are not you when you're in pain. But the good news is you can change the unchangeable. Even if it seems like it's been forever, life without pain is 100% possible. And I can help you get there faster. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com and download the Body Freedom Assessment. You'll answer a few questions and then you'll know exactly what your next steps towards more days of awesome should be. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't even take you more than 15 minutes a day.